0: Boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. My name is Vinny Apicella and I am here with you. Yes, we skipped a night last night. Um, I actually was not working and actually (laughs) I think I fell asleep as soon as my head hit the pillow. Uh, But anyways, I am here with you. Today is now Sunday, November 17th, 2019. And uh, got a lot to talk about. First of all, something I did not mention, uh, it's been all over the news and everybody knows, I'm sure. Back on a WWE program is none other than the best in the world, CM Punk. And now, here's the thing like I said, it is a WWE program. But it's a Fox-produced program. He's under contract with Fox for WWE Backstage as a consultant analyst, what have you. And he's not going to be there every week. He's not, you know, full-time there. Uh, And it remains to be seen. that goes the same, you know, the same kind of deal with, uh, you know, Ryan Satin, who's a a pretty good uh, wrestling journalist, better than Meltzer and Alvarez, sure as heck, but Uh, So, you know, and and even though WWE had to sign off on it and and WWE did have a say-so in it they had to approve anybody that Fox was going to bring in, ultimately he's under contract with Fox. However, I believe, and the majority of wrestling fans and wrestling journalists and anybody that talks about wrestling or watches wrestling, uh, we believe that this is... uh, a door that's open for CM Punk to make a return to the WWE. I think if he does, it won't be, you know, it's not going to be full-time. It's not going to be anything that's uh, a big-time, you know, uh, or it's not going to be anything that's full-time or just short thing. It's going to be big-time matches. You know, it's going to be WrestleMania, similar to a Brock Lesnar style of or Undertaker style of, of schedule. Where he'll come in for maybe four Raws in WrestleMania. Or maybe the whole road to WrestleMania. You know, starting at the Rumble. And going forward into a storyline, whatever. And I feel like that's going to happen. And it, and it may not happen this year. It may happen next year. Who knows? We, we honestly don't know where it's going. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with CM Punk because, well, <laughs> when he came into the camera, he said, as soon as, uh, you know, as soon as you think you have all the answers, I change the culture. Kind of ripping off, but re- reinventing the Roddy Piper uh, saying. But with that said, it's still, you know, Seth Rollins already challenged him, said, you know, fight me at CM Punk <laughs> you know, on Twitter. So, you know, people are having fun with it. He we he may never get back in the ring. You know, he, although, I will say, maybe he does have the wrestling bug back, now that things have kind of smoothed over a little bit, you know, people would, you know, we would love to see him work with Triple H, you know, art imitates life, you know, when the, you know, who knows? Maybe coming into Survivor Series, since Survivor Series is in Chicago, where CM Punk's hometown is, hint, hint, maybe he comes back and, Costs NXT the Survivor Series five-on-five-on-five uh, on five on five match, you know, and he he says, you know what, Triple H, he's gonna, you know, he costs NXT, you know, the uh, the match, you know, and allows it to be either Raw or SmackDown that wins, you know, um, and it could be, it could be just kind of set the seeds, because we all know why he left, because he didn't. You know, part of it was having Batista come back and go over in the Royal Rumble instead of a guy like Daniel Bryan, which my thoughts on Daniel Bryan have kind of softened. (laughs) I never really liked him, you know, he's smaller. and, And here's the thing, growing up watching the WWE, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, you had guys that were larger than life. You know, Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man Randy Savage. You know, Andre the Giant, Earthquake, Typhoon. You know, the majority of the top guys were bigger. Diesel, you know what I mean? Um, You know, then you got into Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, who weren't that big, but still had big personalities, you know? Um, And I was always team Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart. Uh, I never really liked Bret Hart, and that kind of has uh, grown exponentially since becoming, you know, becoming an adult and kind of seeing Bret Hart behind the scenes. I respect what he's done, what he's done in the ring, but I don't like the guy, <laughs> especially seeing how self-promotive and uh, self-promoting he is, and how how much he doesn't want to take responsibility or accountability for his downfalls. He blames everything on everybody else. You know, but with that said, uh, I respect what he's done in the ring. Uh, you know, and it's the same thing with Daniel Bryan. You know, I respect what he's done in the ring. And, you know, when he became the people's champion last year, I actually liked him a lot better. Uh, because, you know, he pointed out that the rest- wrestling fans are fickle. And they really are, uh, as evidenced by a lot of the talk on Twitter lately. Um, However, back to CM Punk, we do want to see CM Punk in the ring and, you know, kind of work off some of that ring rust, you know, kind of erase the bad taste in the mouth how his first run in the WWE ended, but also his failed attempt at getting into the UFC. You know, he had two matches. It's great that he, uh, you know, got to live out his dream and got to... You know, fighting the UFC and 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 so on and so forth. It's great. You know, you always want somebody to live out their dream or 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 take a check mark off their bucket list or whatever the case may be, uh, which is a good thing. Um, you know, but now he's back where he belongs, and so many people are like, oh, he should have went to AEW. He should, you know, should do this, should that. Especially when he went to Starcast over Labor Day weekend. You know, and everybody's like, oh, he's got to go to AEW. Well, here's the deal. He went where the guaranteed money was. And he went, you know, he didn't necessarily go sign with WWE yet. Uh, he signed with Fox. And, you know, he'll be talking about the WWE. And who knows what he may say. Um, you know, he's, it's similar to the NFL bringing in Michael Strahan to go, be on Fox NFL Sunday. You know what I mean? It's where he's not signed to the NFL, but he's signed to Fox. And that's the same thing. So many people discount the fact that even though WWE is, you know, its own entity, its own brand. You know, they can license out the WWE name for their network to put on a show. And that's exactly what they've done, you know. Um, So I think that's a good thing. Uh, I did finally get to watch AEW and uh, also NXT from this week. Both were solid, solid shows. I'm happy to see Nyla Rose back on, uh, back on Dynamite. I think, like I said, I, I think they need to really focus on her. Um, they need to, they need to push her as a top heel. You know, they need to push her. You know, the problem is now, although, well yes, they need to push her as a top heel. However, at the same time, they've also got Karma as, or uh, Awesome Kong as a top heel as well. So with that said, you know, you've got two bigger girls, you know, big, strong, muscular, I'm not just talking about weight, you know, because Nyla Rose is built, but, you know, that's partially because she was born a male, so she has a Uh, More muscle tone than most normal biological females. Um, But the fact is. Is that I do feel like. They need to build her up. As a monster heel. You know. But. And and it's going to get her to the point. Where she's going to start being cheered. And that will eventually lead to a. Feud with Awesome Kong. As two monster. You know, monster versus monster matches. Because that's what they need to do, quite honestly. They need to focus their, 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 their top baby face of Britt Baker, DMD. You know she's a dentist, right? Um, they need to focus on her and get her built to the point where she can challenge uh, Nyla Rose or Awesome Kong. They have to get the title off of Rio, you know, because she is not believable as a champion. She's 98 pounds. Come on now. I'm sure Marco Stunt even weighs more than her. Um, but, you know, they've got to get the title off of her. She should never beaten out of the Rose in the first place. I think that was horrible booking. But the majority of the AEW's women's division is horrible. And a lot of it goes back to the fact that Kenny Omega and Brandi Rhodes are in control of the women's division. Or they're the ones that put it together, so you have Brandi Rhodes, who, you know, had a cup of coffee in the WWE, not, not even as a wrestler, but as more of a ring announcer, manager, you know, and she didn't know much behind the scenes, and then Kenny Omega, who doesn't know anything about wrestling, he knows about performance art, but not wrestling, um, and he does, and and he doesn't know any. You know, he's got friends. Rio has a, is a friend of his who he helped train. Um, so, of course, he's gonna bring her in, and, and there's nepotism right there, putting the title on her when it should have been Nyla Rose. You know, sure. You 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 run an angle where, you know, you have David versus Goliath. You you get. You know, you get uh Riho to build up, you know, her uh you know, build up her momentum, her wins and then all of a sudden after about two or three months, then maybe okay, she gets a she gets a quick pinfall victory over Nyla Rose in a non title match. And then title match comes that she'll end up Winning, you know, and that's how they should have booked it. Not, not a tournament final and Riho wins. Because C- that just doesn't make any sense. You know, because you killed your, your tracking. You killed the character of Nyla Rose. The native beast. You know, with a 98 pound Japanese schoolgirl. But I'm starting to sound too much like Jim Cornette. <laughs> um, Alright, so I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, when I get back, I'll talk about NXT and how I feel like even though the ratings didn't show it, NXT was a much better show. I would be back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. Thank you for, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading uh, the Sportswire every day that we do post it. I Like I said, I try to do it every day. Unfortunately, life gets in the way. Um, I will say, so... Uh, back to aew quickly before I move on to NXt I loved the backstage uh, you know fight between the young bucks and i guess they 're being called proud and powerful ortiz and Santana part of the inner circle uh, that was a really good uh, backstage the only part i didn 't like was the part of when you know the guy got, you know one of the young bucks got thrown into the bathroom door and Orange Cassidy is standing right there. It's like, really, it's like, all right, back in you know, back that would have been a that would have been a uh, a place where the boogeyman would have stood. Would have stood, you know, like you know, the boogeyman would have been behind that door, and you would have had you know the the blinking red lights, and you know, uh, you know, whatever. It's like just seeing a guy standing with his hands in the pockets in the bathroom. Well, that's kind of creepy, actually, but it's still like, really? Like, why would somebody be standing in a bathroom just against the wall with his hand? You know, it doesn't make sense. It, it just, no. Like, that's why I don't like that. But that's what that is. Um, with that said, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I don't like that gimmick of... Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy. It's like just dumb, (laughs) quite honestly. Um, You know, okay, so moving on to NXT, it looks like the uh, teams are rounded out, at least for the women's war games coming up at TakeOver War Games. On one side, you have Team Rhea Ripley with Mia Yim, with uh, Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae. And then uh, on Team Shayna Baszler, you have, of course, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and uh, the NXT UK women's champion, Kaylee Ray. So you have both NXT women's champions on the same team going into war games. Uh, and that's, you know, it's going to be quite a fight. Uh, team Baszler has the opening advantage as won by the ladder match by Io Shirai this past week, which is where we saw Kaylee Ray. Uh, interfere and interject yourself in Team Baszler. Um, but then you... Uh, then, in terms of the men's war games, I was right by saying Dominic Djijakovic was going to be that fourth member. However, <laughs> we also heard that Johnny Gargano was hurt, so Finn Balor needed someone to work with and they took Matt Riddle out of the match, and uh, it's now going to be Finn Balor against Matt Riddle. So right now... Team uh, Champa is only Tomaso Champa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic. Who's going to be the fourth num- fourth man now? <laughs> uh, so we need to find out. You know, we need to find out who's going to be that fourth man. I am quite honestly looking at it to be uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott being in that fourth uh, spot for War Games. I mean, I could be mistaken, but that's just a feeling I'm having. Um, I I look for them to announce a triple threat match for TakeOver. Uh, Pete Dunne, Damian Priestley, and Killian Dane. That's going to be a great triple threat match. um, As they're all hard-hitting guys, they're all hard-hitters. And um, it's going to be a brutal match. Uh, So, NXT, in my opinion, NXT was the better show. And... It will be, you know, for the foreseeable future. It's just the ratings, like I said, are, are still with AEW for the fact of, well, a couple reasons. One, AEW's in their honeymoon period. Two, WWE is not, like, announcing the crossovers when it comes to, you know, like uh, like this week, Bayley showed up at the end to, to take out Shayna Baszler. Uh, you know, adding up, you know, adding to the fuel of the Fire for the Survivor Series triple threat, you know. Uh, and as of now, it should be quite common knowledge where you're going to have the crossovers. You're going to have NXT guys pop up on Raw and SmackDown. You're going to have Raw or SmackDown guys pop in on NXT. So hopefully the, the fans, the people watching, start, you know, to understand that. Because uh, that'll help boost the ratings. But either way, you know... Um, the ratings are closer, and, you know, they're really not winning by much. They're maybe winning by a 100,000 people. Last week, it was only 9,000 people that separated them. Uh, but, you know, it's usually less than a 100,000 people that, uh, you know, the ratings are different. So, it's still good either way. And especially in this day and age, you're not going to see... The 5.3s or 6.4s that you saw Monday Night War, Monday Night Raw doing during the Monday Night Wars, you're not going to see that because there was a time where you had Monday Night Raw do 6.4, you had Nitro do 4.8. You're not going to find 10.0, you know, 10 million people or 12 million people or whatever watching wrestling live at all. <laughs> You know, I like me. I watch it on Hulu or or on demand or you know uh, or on the WWE Network because everybody's got a different schedules. So like, I'm constantly, you know, like on a Friday night, I'm usually in, in bed sleeping until SmackDown is just about over. So I don't watch it live. I watch it on Hulu. You know, same thing with Raw. You know, on NXT. I, I mean, on a Wednesday. I may not even be home, you know, so that's why I like the idea of like NWA Power watching on YouTube whenever I can, because I did watch that too. Uh, great, great show this week. You know, I really like what they're doing with the NWA. Uh, you know, there's so much wrestling on that you'd be lucky to watch it all in a week, let alone, you know, being, being stuck to a schedule and having to go back and forth on a Wednesday night. So, you know, just enjoy it. You know, I'm done arguing on Twitter. (laughs) Um, See, I'm going through some personal stuff myself, personal issues and and stuff. And I want to keep providing uh, quality content to you people out there. And I am going to do that. Um, But with that said, I... uh, you know, I I want to point out that huh, I want to point out that it's getting crazy on Twitter. You know, and and all social media in general. Like I'm not on Facebook, but I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, and Twitter more so than anything right now um, that I see. And and it's like people. It seems like fans, wrestling fans, are toxic in the environment to other wrestling fans, and and. There aren't many wrestling fans out there anymore that could just watch it for entertainment purposes and and be it. No, you have people who are AEW fans that are rabid and, and, and AEW can do no wrong. But yet, WWE does the same thing and they get mad and they curse WWE. I'm getting rid of the network and WWE sucks and, you know, whatever. It's like, seriously? Um... You know, just under. You know, sit back and watch. Not everybody is a wrestling journalist. Number one, not everybody's a wrestling journalist. Not everybody, you know, is is a booker and has that kind of background to be able to say, oh, well, they should have booked it this way. You know, it's like we get fantasy book. You know, like I do, and everybody else does. But you don't get mad at them. You know, it's like you pre- you can predict without. You know, getting crazy about it, you know, and that's all there is to it. Like, um, and I'm, and and for people that have been watching wrestling since the '80s, like me, you know, you have a very pretty healthy knowledge of the the industry of the business. But I've never actually booked a show. I've never actually booked a territory. I mean, other than video games and stuff like that, but because of the GM modes in video games and the WWE Universe in video games and as so of everybody seems to think that there could be a booker and, and, and a writer and, you know, they could put these matches on and this is how it should be done and it just doesn't work like that, you know? And there's so many people that are like that nowadays. So I put it out on Twitter today that I, when I watch... WWE or General Hospital or any form of TV entertainment, I watch it as an escape. <laughs> Not to get my um, uh, stress level even higher. You know, it's like during the week, during, you know, during the day, the fact that my paycheck comes in one, one hand and out the other on the same day, it's like, that's stressful. And I'm sure it's stressful for a lot of people out there. You know, a lot of people who are wrestling fans. A lot of people who, you know, whatever. It's like, I don't want to watch something that I enjoy and then go to Twitter and be stressed out even more about it. So I'm not going to argue about it. I'm going to watch Raw. I'm going to watch SmackDown. I'm going to watch AEW. Watch NXT. Watch NWA. You know, I don't even have time for MLW or Impact or Ring of Honor. um, Or New Japan. You know... And I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm just going to just enjoy it. And not worry about what, who could do what better, and, you know, or, or be one of those guys on Twitter, you know, the Twitter warriors. Oh, they got to do this, they got to do that. No, I'm not going to argue anymore. I'll say my opinion and that's it. I'm not going to get into name calling or whatever because that's just dumb. Like, get over it, you know. I'm a fan, okay. I've never said that I was anything else but a fan. And too many people are not fans anymore. <laughs> but it is what it is. All right. Uh, I'm going to take off. Thank you for listening. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella. Find me on Twitter at V. Apicella SWE. Uh, you can follow the Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Email us at at gmail.com. Go to our anchor.fm page at www.sportswireaudio.com. You can also go ahead and uh, support our show from that page, as well as uh, donate to my No Shave November page, no-shave.org, shave slash uh, member, slash Vinny881. Go ahead and donate, uh, help a good cause, because it does raise money for cancer. Uh, and that's probably pretty much it. You can download the Sportswire, listen to it on any of your favorite podcast platforms, because... Uh, it's you know it's a good show obviously i'm biased but uh you know leave us a five-star review leave us a comment and uh thank you thank you for listening thank you for downloading i'll see you tomorrow right here on the sports Wire.